0: All right, let's catch up now with Richard Zussman, our global news reporter over in Victoria. So much to talk about this morning. Good morning, Richard.
1: So much, Cindy. So much. I'm already dreading what today is going to <laughs> look like. There was so much uh, news yesterday. It is going yesterday. to be busy. Yes. A lot of news yesterday. There's going to be a lot of news today. There's going to be some news tomorrow. So it's it's busy.
0: Let's quickly run through those things that you're expecting to hear about today.
1: Yeah, so this morning, Premier John Horgan will be doing his weekly press conference uh, at uh, around 10.30 this morning, where he'll take questions uh, from the media, wide range of topics. But no doubt one of the issues that will stand out will be uh, the border and continuing concerns around spread of COVID-19 from Americans coming into Canada, that they're either essential workers or those that say they're heading to Alaska and not. So that issue will come up. At noon, we're hearing from Mary Ellen Turpel-Lafond. She's been hired to run this investigation, uh, looking into the uh, allegations around uh, the game being played by emergency room staff, uh, guessing the blood alcohol level of of mainly Indigenous people that come into the emergency room. So we'll get more details on that. And then at 3 o'clock, the daily briefings continue from Dr. Bonnie Henry and Health Minister Adrian Dix. So that is going to be the main parts of the day. And then... Uh, whatever else uh, unfolds around it.
0: Do you think the premier will also get asked about the whole strip club situation, right? We've now had two situations, Brandy's, Number 5 Orange. Technically, they weren't even supposed to reopen. It feels like it's a real gray area that they even opened their doors.
1: Yeah and in many cases this is based on the sort of license that they have to operate and uh, I asked Health Minister Adrian Dix about this yesterday and it was part of a story that uh, Jordan Armstrong did on the news hour last night uh, around you know the concerns related to this industry and what minister Dix said was most People in the industry are following along with the guidelines, but there are clearly some issues here that we've now seen two prominent Vancouver strip clubs uh, have concerns with cases of COVID-19. So for sure, I think the premier will be asked about this. This is also connected, it seems to me, to the American issue based on the statement that Brandy's put on its website after announcing reopening really weird, and I think what is happening here is that potentially essential workers from the United States who are not required to isolate are, when they're not doing their essential work, going to the strip clubs in the evening. It sounds like that's a very distinct possibility, and Brandy's will no longer allow Americans, but I don't know how you enforce this. I'm not sure what sort of um, policies will be in place, you know, Clearly, you'll be checking IDs, but uh, it just seems it seems like a strange requirement to me to ban Americans from your establishment. If you have all of the other policies in place that WorkSafeBC requires, then there should be no issues uh, around the spread of the virus in your facility. So it, it seems strange to me, but I think it will be something the premier will speak about.
0: Oh, I think so, for sure. Because one, fine, one happens, you can understand one happens, but two of them now. And I think that for, for the general public, you go, I'm very uncomfortable with this. Plus, as you also point out, we've seen a slight increase in the number of cases here, too.
1: Yeah, we have. So we're 18 new cases yesterday, which is the highest increase in a few weeks. And Dr. Bonnie Henry has said all along, yes, we are going to see an increase of cases as things open up. It is only natural, and we are still very much in the manageable position. But if we've seen through the modeling, the data that's been presented by the province, things can get out of control very quickly. And just look south of the border to notice that, that some of the states seemingly had COVID-19 under some sort of control, and then all of a sudden, as basically restrictions were waived there, the case numbers exploded again, and now we're back to the start of the United States. And so uh, there are some concerns about the numbers. We'll get a better sense from how concerned Dr. Henry and Adrian Dix are at 3 o'clock today. But I think it's important to note that, you know, it's about controlling the situation yes. we're looking at, and long-term care continues to be an issue as well. You know, we're can, we're seeing higher than normal uh, death numbers over the last few weeks, and those are linked to a current outbreak at a long-term care home. And again, policies are changing at long-term care to allow loved one visit, so one loved one can come uh, visit, and that could be in jeopardy if we see more cases at long-term care as well. And I know how long families have waited to see their loved ones in long-term care. Yeah. And it would be a real shame if there had to be a change on that, which is not planned at this point. But I think those people are asking everyone else, you know, follow the guidelines, follow the rules. We can't see more outbreaks because we need to see our loved ones.
0: Okay, more to come on that as well. And let's talk about the school situation. There seems to be some kind of mixed messaging going on here.
1: Yeah, so it's really interesting around that the reality is we just don't know what school is going to look like in the fall. There's this working group that includes all of the stakeholders, but ultimately it will be up to public health to decide and give the green light to school in the fall. And Minister Rob Fleming continues to say the goal is to get to full-time schooling Monday to Friday, especially from kindergarten to grade seven. When we speak to Dr. Bonnie Henry about it, She has the same goal, but she speaks often about hybrid learning, and I think parents are starting to get confused about what to expect. Should we expect in the fall hybrid learning where your kids will have a combination of in-class learning and at-home virtual learning, or should we plan for sending our kids back normally? Because for parents who can't handle the child care responsibilities on the side, uh, either they're both working or they have other responsibilities at home and they can't school their children, it's going to be very tough in September to find alternative child care locations. And I'm talking those younger kids uh, who can't take care of themselves and who are much more challenging when it comes to virtual learning, that you really need to be a full-time teacher for them. So we know now that Minister Fleming will announce in three weeks' time what school looks like in the fall as the best they can. I think everyone in British Columbia appreciates, Simi, that that could change. Yes. That, you know, we could have an announcement in three weeks and then the cases could change in terms of COVID-19. Minister Fleming says they're also preparing multiple plans. But I think for organizational uh, components, the province should just announce we're doing hybrid learning and then parents can... um, organize themselves accordingly and try to find child care, which will be another major issue for many parents because child care spots are so hard to have. But we'll see. They're working towards this full-time schooling, but I think the reality is getting to that point could be very, very challenging. And with a second wave around the corner, we we should expect at some point in the fall we will go back to some sort of hybrid learning, even if we do start full-time in September. Again, we don't know what will happen with the virus, but these are all the sort of planning things that are taking place uh, as part of this uh, group of stakeholders meeting on a regular basis to determine what education looks like in this province.
0: It's going to be so tough, though, because you've heard as well from so many parents, you are a parent. It's not going to get back to work as normal until the kids are back to school as normal.
1: Yeah, that's the other thing. I spoke to a woman yesterday. You know, she just wants to be able to communicate with her boss about what she's expected to do in September. I think many employers in in some professions are willing to allow people to continue to work from home, but balancing that work from home isn't the same as balancing work from home and virtual learning because you're you're spending a lot of time with your child yeah. helping them learn and and in this case it's it would be all new material. So it, it will be really tough to balance those things for parents. And I think it's just about managing expectations and the more information parents can get, the better on that.
0: All right, Richard, thank you. You've got a busy day.